The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. People today struggle with eating disorders. If you are one of the thousands of people who do, you may be experiencing feelings of overwhelm and isolation. You are not alone. Welcome to Chasing Hunger. Here you'll find out what you can do, where you can find the resources, discover the truths, and get the help you need to regain control of your life. Here is Kathy Welter Nichols, author and host of Chasing Hunger. Well, good morning, everyone. We're here on the West Coast, and it's a snowy uh, start to our new year. And I just really am excited to begin this new year uh, with Chasing Hunger and uh, just let you know that everything that we're doing to build uh, content and interest for you to help you take back your life from whatever area of the eating disorder that you might be involved in. And I want to say that, uh, as I always do, I want to remind you, whenever you're looking at making changes in your life around uh, health and wellness, if you're under care with a medical provider, you really need to be sure you're checking in with them and disclose to them everything that you're looking at doing and, and get their feedback, get their input. As well, if you're struggling with an eating disorder, think you might have one or that one may have returned to your life. Now is really the time to put your hand up and say, okay, I need some assistance to get myself into the net, get out of this thing. Because sometimes we tell ourselves, oh, I'll get it back tomorrow, I'll get it back. And that is just a losing cause. You just really will not be able to manage it. Reach out, get some help. There's lots of it available today. I also want to remind you that I'm dedicating this program to all my clients that have worked with me over the years. I've been at the work of eating disorders for the past 15 years now. It seems amazing that it's that long. And I especially want to dedicate this program to that young woman who was coming to see me last September and didn't make it. At 37 years old, she was found dead in her residence and her potassium levels had plummeted so tragically um, her life was lost. Her whole family never knew she had it, and that's the challenge with eating disorders. They can be very secretive, and from my work with uh, other authors or other co-hosts on this program, the, the byline of secrets keep you sick is just hits this one straight on the head. So welcome. We're starting a new year, and it's an opportunity to reflect and to put forward some ideas of how we want to go forward with the year. So my guest this week is Kara Halber, and she's here in Vancouver with me. Um, We've worked together before. We have a great time together when we're working on things, and we've co-presented, and it's been fantastic to work with her. Um, Kara has shared with me that her greatest vision is to live in a world where we're all inspired to live joyful and rich lives, where we can connect to our food and understand its powerful relationship to our health and our wellness, and how we can lead our lives with this 
commitment to health and nutrition. Where healthy food doesn't need to take a lot of preparation, it can be both easy and delicious. Kara is a registered holistic nutritionist. She's also a pastry chef and a cell biology geek, which I think is so fun. She is known for her inspirational sense of humor and her knowledge of nutrition, how to make health easy. When she's not teaching or serving her clients, you'll find her cooking. And I've really been enjoying her um, videos on Facebook. It's, they're so great. You can watch her right in her kitchen doing all kinds of great food preps. And it's just so inspiring. It makes me want to go to my kitchen and start fooling around with what she's doing straight away. So I really encourage you to look for her on Facebook, too. But we'll get into that a little bit later. This is a live show, and there is a call-in. Number. If you have any questions for Kara or myself, please lift the phone and call, and you'll be patched right into the show. So the number is 866-472-5792. And if you have a question, call in. So we're about to begin now, and we're looking at the idea of New Year's resolutions and, and diets and all those kind of restrictive mindsets. And Kara and I want to kind of explode some of those myths. So I'm going to welcome Kara here now. And Kara, are you out there? Are you with me? I'm here. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Kathy. Well, welcome. Welcome to, to the program. And I'm super happy to have you here. So Kara, I kind of want to start it with that. start with that sort of first question of how you got into all of this. How did this become a passion for you? And that's a really good question, and I'm really excited to share my story because that was really what influenced me to not only do the work I do today, but really I'm so grateful for the healing path that I went on in my life because it introduced me to so many amazing people and allowed me to learn a lot of amazing things. So in high school, I was a competitive athlete, and that allowed me to really get a different understanding of nutrition and how our bodies work, but also in a really negative light. So Mm -hmm. from the world of being ultra competitive um, and just through different people and influences, I did go through an eating disorder when I was in my late teens and early 20s, and through that, I really obviously was obsessed about food in a very negative way, but I'm so grateful for that now because that's really what catalyzed and it's really what sparked my love for food in a very positive way. So really going through that, healing from that, and when I was on my recovery journey, I was also, um, I got actually very unwell and my body really did not I don't know, it very much rejected what I was trying to do and put me in a lot of chronic pain and with many, many allergies and I was diagnosed as being allergic to food, which is wow. a thing. Um, and <laughs> wow. through that, I really needed to understand and get into a very deep knowledge and relationship with my body, which I never had before because, of course, with an eating disorder, you're so disconnected. You don't really feel anything in your body. And I was really forced to deepen that connection and relationship with myself to really foster my intuition when it comes to food specifically. And that really led me on my path um, of becoming a holistic nutritionist. I have a degree in cell biology and genetics and just love the science of how things work. And now I really love working with women who are frustrated with their health and they know there's more they know there's more energy they know they can feel better in their bodies and they know that there's just more vibrancy and really to get to feel like you again 
Awesome. Wow, that's a lot of, that's that's quite a life path. Can I just titrate back just for one second and say, how did you how did you turn it around? Was it when you were really sort of diagnosed with that allergy to food, like it stopped you in your tracks or what happened? That was a really good question. So I had a lot of self-awareness as I was going through my eating disorder to some point. It's not that at times, obviously, it didn't get me out of it, but uh-huh. it I still had the perspective that I couldn't let myself, I don't know, I, I want to say I couldn't let myself go too far, but that was within a very uh, imbalanced mindset, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I knew that actually my, my now husband was a big catalyst in my healing because he really forced me to look at my habits and realize that they were not healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started dating. And um, it really just became, became a, a journey of self-reflection and self-love. And as I was going through my training as a holistic nutritionist, I realized that I did not know how to teach someone or coach a client through fostering self-love and self-care practices. And it was a really rude awakening to realize that the reason why I couldn't teach it was because I had no idea how to do that to myself. So I did not know how to foster self-love. And I I really understood that I did not value myself. And Mm -hmm. coming from that place is what sparked really more of the holistic healing. I began, like you said at the beginning, it's very secretive. I reached Mm -hmm. out to the people who were closest to me in my life when my eating disorder was at its peak. And I explained to them what was going on at that time. And it wasn't something that they necessarily needed to hear, but I needed to tell them and just become very transparent about where I was at, even though it was an amazing time in my life in many senses. It was really Mm -hmm. understanding that I wanted more for myself and that self-love practice. And it was almost when I realized that was when I became allergic to food. And it was, it was, I kind of feel like I got slapped in the face in a way, but now I know I was just being redirected to really dive so much deeper into, to get to know myself, to practice self-care and to really nourish myself with food on all levels, on a spiritual level, mental, emotional, and of course, physical. Wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And I I know sometimes for people who have recovered and come out of these with these tailspins really and these ways you get involved in this thing and then t- to emerge out of it. Um, sometimes it, to go back and talk about the process is really challenging and I think it's just so beautiful for the listeners too to know that, hey, you are listening to a person right now who recognized, got straight with their self, spoke up, became transparent and healed her life. I mean, it's fantastic, Kara. Thank you for Thank sharing you. that. I'm- Thank you for allowing me to share that. And just know to the people listening that if you're in Mm -hmm. it, it was an extraordinarily messy process to get to the other side of it. But it was messy in a very beautiful way. And I learned so many lessons through the entire thing and continue to learn lessons from that period of my life. And it's something that it's so messy, but it is so worth it to move through it. Wow, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. We're going to we're coming up to a break here in a in a in a minute, Kara, and I just wanted to remind people of the phone in number. Uh it is 866-472-5792. If you have a question for Kara or myself, I know we we have a topic we want to share with you today, but if there's a more direct 
uh, question or call or any question you might have for Kara um, or myself, please call. We're here. We're here to really kind of explode the myths that are keeping people bound to these mindsets. And that's one of my goals with this show is to get the secrets out of the out of the dark place and and help people actually recover find a way uh, reach out and I'm hoping if you're out there listening I'm hoping we're helping and uh, please know that Karen and I are available to you even after the show as well but if you have a question it's completely anonymous you can call in and we'll be happy to take your call so we're going to move to a break now and then Karen and I are going to start in with our program for the new year thanks for listening Our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA-ChasingHunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1-604-421-1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at ChasingHunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. You can find Kathy at WaysOfTheWiseWoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now back to Chasing Hunger. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Well, I'm here with my very dear friend, my heart friend, uh, Totally from the heart is my friend Kara, and it's so fantastic to be sharing this with her on this new year and with you, <clears throat> the listening audience. So I want to take us into our next segue now and and really start looking at um, what is a New Year's resolution? Why do we set these things? How come this is the, the focal point, and are they really very effective? Kara, I want to bounce this over to you because you've really got a nice project going here on this whole concept, and what's your view of it? Thank you, Kathy. So appreciate it. And I, I have to say I have a little bit of a mixed 
I, I guess I have mixed feelings about New Year's resolutions. And really the reason is because when we get caught up, first of all, in something maybe that we don't even truly want, and this is a question that I reached out to my community with, is what their biggest frustrations were with New Year's resolutions. And someone came back with trying to strive for something that we don't even want in the first place. So it's oh, really wow. important <laughs> to get clear on what you want instead of for you, what really resonates with you. Could you lose 10 pounds? Maybe. Do you need to? No. Do you want to? No. Right? There's so many. Mm-hmm. You really need to tune in with yourself and decide what you want for you that is really in alignment. And the main reason why I really have trouble with New Year's resolutions is it's so easy to get caught up in quick fixes and extreme measures that do not work. And you may get results for six weeks, but I honestly don't care if you get results for six weeks because you are looking to make a shift in your life for the long term, for the entire year and beyond. So really, rather than focusing on a quick fix that will last for four to six weeks, and honestly, most people will fail by the third week of their New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. But if you can really just make a decision for something that you want to change and think about that one thing that will start to get you there. And that's really a key, Kathy, is that it's, it's one thing that will start to get you there. It's not losing 50 pounds in a month. It's not gaining 50 pounds in a month. It's mm-hmm. really understanding that it's the small, consistent actions that you need to do on a daily basis that will get you to where you want to be and so far beyond throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I wanted to just add here, I've had an email in from a woman named Deb, and she says, I always start off okay, but then I slip. What's the point of setting up any kind of goals? It really flows to that piece you just offered. But Oh, I love we, that. I love that. Yeah. And I think, so Deb, is it? Yeah. So, Deb, I love that you're so self-aware about slipping up after the first couple of weeks and my encouragement to you would be to take what your goal is which is probably similar to what it's been in the past look at what you've done at the past in the past and then really dissect where that worked for you and where that didn't and my advice would be is to take what was working and chunk it down into something that takes you five minutes every day So if it's losing weight or being more active or, you know, those are such common resolutions or just help really rebalancing your health or getting your health back, Uh maybe it's walking and commit to walking for five minutes every day. And I'm not joking when I say five minutes. I, I really mean set that. And if you if you have time and if you would like to walk for more than five minutes, then of course do that. But we set ourselves up for failure because we take off way more than we can possibly chew and way more than is sustainable. If you are not working out at all right now and you start to work out six, seven days a week, you, you will not be successful. If you're not working out at all right now, why don't you try working out once a week or for 10 minutes a day, which I think is the more successful uh, Uh method behind that, really doing that daily action that will help create a new habit. But you need to make it super small and so small, in fact, that it seems ridiculous. It It should feel too easy. It should feel silly, especially if you see everyone around you kind of busting their butt right now in the first three weeks. Because Mm -hmm. it's that small, consistent action that you'll still be walking those five minutes every single day come three, four weeks from now. 
And while, whereas everyone who decided to go to the gym six days a week, they're going to be burnt out and they're going to have stopped doing what they intended to do. Awesome. I just want to sort of say too, to Deb as well, that one of the things that happens when we feel like we're slipping a little bit, we start to focus on how how it's not working. And then yeah. our minds have this ability to delete, distort, and generalize an experience. And we can do that and make it all very negative, and then we get discouraged completely. Um, and that's all just from the inside of our own mind. We can set that up. What we could do instead is maybe master a little bit of reframing and say, hey, why don't I look at what did work? And if the five-minute walking every day was actually successful, I can build on that. Or I can just be okay with carrying on at that same level of commitment. I love that. And you bring up such an important point, Kathy, and that's that you really need to, like, with that small, consistent action, you're making a big change in your life. In order for you to have different health than you do right now, you have to change what you're doing on a daily basis. And that will get very uncomfortable. So Mm -hmm. it's almost, you, you really need to celebrate when you get to that uncomfortable point and keep doing it anyways. Because really, as we go through the cycle of growth and cycle of change it's our subconscious that's trying to bring us back and saying no 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 this isn't safe it's different but Uh it has to be uncomfortable in order for you to change so something that was so life-changing for me was understanding that when you start to think this is too hard I don't have enough time Um, this isn't working, I'll do it tomorrow. When you start to have those thoughts, celebrate them because that Mm. actually means that you're moving towards change. Awesome. That is fantastic. I love that, Kara. That's I know. I love, I I just, I love this concept. Um, And it's something that's, it was so profoundly life-changing for me, but Mm. things will get difficult. So Deb, when you reach that resistance, celebrate it and continue doing what you're doing. And also, just like Kathy said, have that reframing, look at what, what worked and really focus on that. Love it. And so, Deb, if you want to touch base with Carol or myself, you can contact us off the show, too. We welcome any and all callers because everyone brings a new subject for us to to share and illuminate a little bit with. Right now, I I kind of like to go into some of the, the work you're doing right now. And one of the great little models you've set up for the new year, which I love, um, it's not looking at, okay, what's the whole structure of my world going to change and how am I going to do all these things, blah, 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 and set myself on this treadmill of chaos, which intersects all areas of my life and tips everything over. And what you say is pick one thing, just one. Mm, I love it. And that, doesn't it sound a little bit crazy? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like, wow, that's so freeing. To just do one thing? If you really think about what you want to create, you can narrow it down to what's one thing that needs to happen. And going back to the exercise example, if you want to get up and go to the gym in the morning, what needs to happen in order for you to get up and go to the gym in the morning? I think we really Mm -hmm. miss the point a lot of the time because we get caught up with that thing that we're trying to do, which is going to the gym. But where we slip up is all of the things that have to be in place in order for us to successfully and consistently get to the gym in the morning. So oftentimes it really has nothing to do with the thing that we're trying to achieve, which would be in this case going to the gym. 
So Mm -hmm. if you can break that down or waking up earlier, for example, is another really good example. And Mm -hmm. my guess with the clients that I've worked with is that you will try get up earlier, you'll be successful for a little while, but then you get tired because you're going to bed at the same time as you were before you decided to get up earlier. Oh, that's true. You really need to look and dissect and figure out what that one pivotal point is in what you're trying to achieve. So perhaps it's actually going to bed earlier and and then it's understanding what that one thing is that will help you be successful in going to bed earlier. So perhaps it's setting an alarm for 8.37 p.m. that reminds you you need to get your butt off of wherever you're sitting and start to get ready for bed or tidy up or whatever your mm-hmm. nighttime routine is. And I, I'm purposely being as specific as 8.37 p.m. because it can be that specific. Mm-hmm. And really choosing the one thing and and that's it because the one thing what it needs to do is it either needs to make everything else easier or irrelevant so if you're going to bed earlier by setting that alarm to get ready then you're waking up rested you have things already set out for the next day from your nighttime routine it really just makes everything else effortless And when you really commit to that one thing, you can master it. So like you said, we don't have so many things going on. We're not spreading ourselves thin. You can really decide and determine to make this one thing a huge success. And you can master that habit. And then you, it's funny because we think that by doing a lot of things, we're going to get a big result. But in reality, from doing small things is what gets the biggest result. It's really using, it's, it's being more, it's being a lot smarter about what you're trying to achieve. I love it. Every piece of that just makes so much sense. And you know, the big thing that everybody comes to me for in this the last couple of years, really, and it really seems to be escalating, is anxiety and stress in their lives. And I think the complicated um, activities that we're all doing every day, it, it, it's too much. We're just, it's just too much. We need to start kind of um, de-hoarding, if you will, <laughs> our daily regimes. It, we're, just, we're just doing everything. We're saying yes, we're spending hours on Facebook and FaceTime and, and all the different um, <clears throat> interactive media considerations we get involved in, the, the websites, etc. And then all of a sudden, there's no time. We're just exhausted. We're burned out. And our brain is tired. This is where I think the the real focus can be is how do I sort what's priority and allow myself to let go of some of these activities that are really non-contributive. They're not healthy. I love that. I love the words you use there. And <laughs> I think we, I, I could not agree more. I think that multitasking is really not doing us a service at all. Not and at all. Focusing on what we need. And I love how you use the word priorities because when we try to achieve this level of balance in our lives, we can never really be balanced, whether it be whether it be food, whether it be relationships, we cannot do it all. But if you value your health, then what your day looks like is going to be a lot different than if you valued, um, I don't know, video games, mm. right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's something where if you choose your priorities, just like you said, and you structure your life around that, then there's going to be so much more success in what you want to focus on and you're not going to feel as overwhelmed. And I also think we need to, very, we need to get rid of the badge of busy because oh, yeah. it does not serve anyone. And it's, 
it's not a good thing. We really mm-hmm. need to get away from wearing busy, busy as a badge and like it's a good oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're coming up to a break here again, Kara. But just before we come into that, I also wanted to say too, in North America, I believe in the school systems, when you get into the senior grades, you can join um, different activities like soccer or football or something like this. But I believe some of the exercise things are an option, and so for kids today, that can become quite a challenge too. We're gonna take a break in the minute, but I I'd like to maybe talk about that a little bit too if you're a teen how do you get exercise if if you don't take anything at school either we'll be back in just a moment with Kara Halber and here on Voice America stay tuned become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA Chasing Hunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1 604 421 1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at chasinghunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. You can find Kathy at waysofthewisewoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now back to Chasing Hunger. Wow, this is such a great show. I don't want it to end. <laughs> There's so many things that Kara and I are talking about between the break, and I'm just like, oh, we got to talk about that, too. So here into our next segment, um, we want to move over a little bit into getting a little more specific. And this is, I know we've been talking about setting goals and ideas and pick one thing and all that, but really where we want to go now is if I'm recovering from an eating disorder, what are some of the things I can do to help myself every day? Because I know with my clients, they have what they classify as the good days and the bad days. And those good days, they generally know how to eat probably better than any of us. But now if we're getting into how do I sustain that recovery? How do I keep it going? So Kara, what do you th- what do you think is a good way to begin your your recovery or your support for recovery? I love that. And and I think that we really need to focus on nourishment, especially coming from an eating disorder. Your body has not gotten the nutrients and minerals and 
just nutrition that it needs in order to thrive. And do understand that where you may be in a state of survival or your body is in a state of survival with what you've been moving through, the goal is not survival. The goal is to really get you to thrive. And Mm -hmm. one of the key pieces with that is supplements. So really, we need to take supplements because unfortunately, our food is just not what it used to be. Our soil is not the same. And it's something that it's a topic that we could talk for hours on, but will not. But (laughs) it's really, it's really, it's a sad fact that our food no longer has the nutrition that we need. And there's a lot of really amazing um, research and just studies of how supportive supplements can be, especially with eating disorders. And just really a good quality multivitamin, something that you can absorb, something that your body can use. And that's what I mean by quality. Generally, something that is the cheapest option is going to have harmful fillers and preservatives and additives that are actually worse for you than, than any benefit you'd be getting from the supplement. So I encourage you to reach out to a qualified healthcare practitioner or someone who understands supplements in order to get brand recommendations, but really Mm -hmm. a multivitamin to get your body back in balance. And what they found as well with things like magnesium That's really going to help, Kathy, you said the anxiety coming Mm -hmm, up. Magnesium mm -hmm. is so key for anxiety. Same thing with depression, the mood imbalances that are going on. We cannot get enough magnesium from our food. So supplementing Mm -hmm. with that is so important. Something Mm -hmm. like potassium as well. And obviously food sources, you do want to include more um, like potassium. uh, Broccoli has a lot of potassium in it. Having food sources of the of the nutrients along with a supplement source is really your best bet. So choosing the whole foods that are high in these things in addition to a supplement is going to get you the most value. And mm-hmm. looking also for your B vitamins, vitamin C, those things are are really quickly um, released in the body when we're under a source, when we're under stress. And if you're moving through an eating disorder or recovering, your body is under stress. And another one is zinc, especially with anorexia. It really, it, it helps to regulate appetite. So it will support you to nourish your body in the way that you need to in, in an effortless way when there's enough zinc going on in your body. So those are really, I would say, the key supplements, but really starting with a multivitamin and then getting direction from somewhere with what else to add in to really mm-hmm. help support you. And I would say vitamin D as well, especially depending on where you live. Vitamin D, uh, the, it's so important that we get enough of it. Excellent. Those are all great recommendations, and there's certainly things that I recommend to my clients when they're, when they're, you know, launching onto that greater uh, focus of maintaining recovery. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention too that for a source of potassium, coconut water is just excellent. You have to mm-hmm. sort of check that it's not too high in sugar, but it's just excellent as a potas- as a potassium source. And it's coming through a natural format, so your body can work with it better than if it was a, in, a, in a sort of a supplement. Exactly. I love that. Coconut water is, it's almost in a complete food for your body. It's just absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. And like you said, just watch for the brands that have the added sugar. It should just be plain Mm -hmm. coconut water. And that is definitely sweet enough. I love coconut water. Exactly. Now, what about water? Because, you know, through years of of well years past you know everybody's always like oh water flushes your system and so eat drink 10 to 12 glasses a day and 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 that's kind of also got a 
a bad rap. It's out of balance as well, isn't it? Absolutely. And water is a really, I think we do a disservice by trying to make it simple because of course the eight cups of water, like a day thing, it's very arbitrary and it really depends on so many factors for how much water you do need. And that can be climate, exercise level, gender, everything really depends on on how much water you need to be getting. But the first thing which I think a lot of people forget about is that in fresh produce, vegetables specifically, there is a lot of water in those foods. If you think about a zucchini and if you cook it or mushrooms, how much liquid comes out of those things. When Uh you're eating a more whole foods-based diet, you're actually going to be getting a significant amount of water from your food. And obviously that doesn't replace what you drink, but that's why there's so many different things that come into play talking about water. But really Uh listening to your body, you do need to be drinking water throughout the day and you can use tricks like have if you like your if you don't like the taste of water put something in it put some lemon in there right now Mm -hmm. I'm actually drinking um, fresh water with lemon fresh lemon juice and sliced ginger in it so just making make Mm -hmm. things flavorful so that you enjoy them and then tie drinking water with habits that you already have so every time you brush your teeth in the morning have a drink of water every time you shower have a glass of water really those habits that you have already ingrained and we don't even think about doing things like that or every time you walk into your kitchen have a glass of water so start to tie drinking water with habits that you already have in your life and then really follow follow your thirst um, and follow what, how your body feels. But most of us are dehydrated, so I, I do believe that most of us need to start drinking more water and then you'll be better uh-huh. able to tell how much you actually need. Um, there's some simple ways to check hydration levels in our body too. You might be f- more familiar with them than me. But have you have you got any no, I'd tips love to for hear us? Them. Well, in our in the in the pads of our fingers, um, you can tell if you're a bit di- dehydrated because the fingertips, the little pads, get a little bit wrinkly. You know, almost like when you've been in the bath or in water too oh, long, yeah, they get yeah, wrinkly. Yeah. Well, that's just sort of an indication that the tissue itself is a little dehydrated. And so that's a good indication. The other thing is you can kind of pick your skin up off your hand. And if it takes a little bit of a time, like just pinch it, if it takes a bit of time to go back, you can sort of see the dryness there. Um, another way is to sort of monitor um, if your lips are chapping. Now, we're in the north and it's cold and we get chapped lips anyway, you know, just being outside. But if your lips are really chapping, you're dehydrated. That's one of the little ways we use when my moms are having babies. If their lips start getting chapped, I know she's dehydrating. and We've got to get her consuming more fluids. So there's just some body, body indications that we're dehydrated. Totally. And your body is so smart. You know, like, it knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is I find we get... Um, out of focus we can't remember things our brain starts getting fuzzy um, this is also a signal of of dehydration and it yeah, can and also energy levels is a big one too if you're finding totally. yourself fatigued throughout the day that's a very common sign of dehydration so all of those things are little signals coming directly from your body to you and you can use them you can oh you know maybe I need to take in some more fluids and the other thing I was going to mention too Kara is a lot of people at this time of year we're using things like um, we're using things like soups and stews and we're also using smoothies these are all sources of hydration too 
So these are places where you can pick up your intake of fluids by simply putting some of these things into your diet. And, and that will be helpful too. So um, we're going to be cutting to a break here, I guess, in a couple of minutes, but we've still got a couple of minutes before this one. Um, So where we were at was talking about the supplements needed. One of the things I wanted to chat a little bit about, too, is vitamin B. It's really important for um, sort of helping us digest our foods. It it supports the the liver. It supports the digestive tract. It improves the whole digestive tract when we're um, when we, we use vitamin B on a regular basis, but it's also important not to take too much, right? And vitamin B, it's actually a water-soluble vitamin. So that one, it's very difficult to take too much because our bodies will just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And one of the most common things, though, is that if you decide there's a whole com- there's a whole complex of vitamin B vitamins. So we've heard of B5, there's folate, there's B12. We've heard of the different types of B vitamins. But when you supplement with one, if you're low in energy, for example, and you've heard that B12 will help your energy, if you only supplement with B12 without a complex, over time you can make yourself deficient in other B vitamins. So it's important to take a B complex. And then if someone does direct you to take a single B vitamin on top of that, then you can. But you always need the base of a B complex. Another question which I get asked very often is that when you take a B vitamin, it will change the color of your urine. So it'll be a bright yellow color. And people are concerned that that means that your body doesn't need the B vitamins or that you're just getting rid of them and you're not actually absorbing them. And that's Mm -hmm. false. It's actually a great sign because the color will change when you are absorbing the B vitamins. So it's a good sign and it shows that your body is using them and it is going through your blood and being filtered by your kidneys. So that's really common things with B vitamins. But they're so amazing for even hair, skin and nails, energy, Mm -hmm. stress, really, really crucial a set of vitamins for sure. Awesome. That's really great information because I know that's a common thing for everybody. You know, if if I'm seeing something in my pee, maybe it's maybe it's going exactly. through my system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People never want to ask it, but it's something that always someone is thinking. <laughs> Brilliant. That's awesome. Um, I also wanted to say too, magnesium is super helpful for. Uh, bowel elimination. This is a common complaint for my clients. Uh, the bowel is lazy or it's not working properly and they feel panicked because they're not eliminating. And magnesium before bed will really be helpful. And you need to stick with that for a couple of weeks yes. until the bowel regulates. And not all types of magnesium will help with the bowel tolerance. So just be mindful that if you do want some help in that area, you want to look for a magnesium citrate. That will help get things moving smoothly. And it's very natural. It's not a laxative, but it just naturally brings more water into your system, which is why it's also important to drink more water if you're taking magnesium. But there are types as well. Some people are very sensitive to magnesium to the point where they cannot supplement with magnesium citrate. And everyone's tolerance is different so you can look for a magnesium glycinate which is not going to have the bowel effects so depending on what you want either way you can find a source of magnesium that's going to work really well for you and I Mm -hmm. could not agree more with taking it before bed it just helps calm your whole system down get a better sleep you feel more rested it's really fantastic Great. We're at a break again, Kara, uh, even though we didn't break for the fire alarm, but we're here now. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. Talk to you soon. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA Chasing Hunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1 604 421 1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at chasinghunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. You can find Kathy at waysofthewisewoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now, back to Chasing Hunger. Wow, this has been a really fun show. <laughs> um, anyway, we're coming up to our conclusion, and it's just been great to have Kara here. We just we both get this subject so, so well, um, and I, I'm just so excited with all the work you're doing. But I, what I wanted to do is take a few minutes here, um, just as we're coming to our, our end time, and just share that um, I think it's I, – I think some of the things we've covered here, I'd like to just sort of recap for everybody. Um, how, how would we – how would we start a New Year's resolution? And what's the most important things to look at? That kind of thing. And where? what, what would you recommend, Kara? Really just look at what your main goal is. And I would encourage you to get very focused on what that one main goal is. So sit with yourself and figure out that what that is. And then you can use the tips that we've said, really focusing on one thing that will get you there, not taking too much um, at once. Really practicing, I think, a lot of grace and self-compassion, which is not something that we got into. But mm-hmm. you, there will be times where you slip up. There will be times where you go backwards or sideways or in a zigzag or in a squiggle but and it's so important to have the grace and compassion to know that that most likely will happen because we're all human and really just move through it and continue moving that path forward and just understanding that by consistent action you will get where you want to go and supporting your body through the extra things you can layer on later like supplements right on I think the 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 piece that's important to me is that commitment and what you're just saying there really flows with um with my view of the 
the little rule I created that I work with, and I've heard it in so many other uses as well, but the 80-20 rule, where 80% of the time, 80% of the day, 80% of the exercise, 80% of whatever you're doing, you know, 80% is enough. And then allow for 20% of, you know, deviation. Uh, That lets me not have this black and white ruling. Oh, I had the cookie. I may as well have the whole box. This kind of thing. It's 80% of the time. Stay on your path. And that allows you that 20% deviation um, of bringing other things in it's a balancer you know have I done if I done what I wanted to do 80% of this day have I done what I wanted to do 80% of this meal or 80% of this um, time uh, f- through the first quarter of this year of it if I hit my mark 80% of the time you'll be successful just with that and the 20% allows you that little deviation flexibility I love that because there is no, like you said, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It all really flows into this just amalgamation of choices that you're making. And mm-hmm. that 20% is definitely the grace. And there is no need to be perfect because mm-hmm. if you just go the opposite way where you're looking for, you know, health 100% of the time, everything has to be perfectly healthy. That's not healthy either. So I mm-hmm. love how you, you say that and really giving yourself that 20%. And, and I love how you can break that down into everything you do. Was this meal? Was this day? Was this quarter? Mm-hmm. successful. Yeah, I even kind of look at my relationships that way. If they're if they're moving along eighty percent of the time, they're pretty good. Well, you know that's how we're keeping, right? <laughs> uh, even if I'm managing my anxiety eighty percent of the time, I'll take that. That's pretty good. Exactly. It's so so much more successful than than you were yeah. before. I know because in the moment of some big crisis and feeling really chaotic about something I mean my goodness we can really get ourselves wound up and that can be really um, excessively refocusing all the work you've done into the negative and why do that when you put it in the larger context of well for three months I pretty much did it you know 80% of the time well you know then I'm like gold stars all the way exactly yeah. So th- I just ha- I I just got a late breaking email in from uh, a lady named Janie, and she says, "I just love this." She says, "Hi, Kathy. I just love your show. I love the guests that you have on. They're so great. Um, how can we get in touch with them and you?" And this leads me to how can people get in touch with you, Kara? Thank you for asking, Kathy. So. My digital home is karahalber.com, so it's C-A-R-A-H-A-L-B-E-R.com. And like you said, I love to spend time on Facebook and do live videos, so my name is Kara Halber on Facebook, so please uh, track me down and you can send me a friend request or follow me there to get the, the live updates and videos and recipes and inspirations. Awesome. And I know you've got a little program going this year because I, I did it myself and it was so great. You get these four, three little videos that come out from Karen that come to you every day in your email. And you start in the morning by looking at this little video and it's just so encouraging. How do people get that? Oh, I love it. Thank you. So that is my modern nourishment program and you can get that for free on my website. So if you go to the free resources at karahalber.com, then you can sign up to receive that free video series. And that's really where I tried to distill as much of my knowledge as possible to really get you kickstarted this year and beyond too. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And I just have to say to everybody out there, I've used the 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 pieces, the the free modern nourishment, and I loved it. It was so inspirational for starting the new year. So it's really excellent. Kara, thank you. Thank so you much, Kathy. Thank you so much. And Kara, you and I talked and and we thought, you know, let's follow up in three months in March um, towards the uh, conclusion of my 13 weeks with Voice America. We can pop another show in here and just review how everyone's done and even look at what we've been doing over the over the first quarter of this year. I also want to let everybody know you can find me on all my links are there on the uh, Voice America page. On this page, you can also contact me at WelterK at, at Shaw.ca and also on my websites, waysofthewisewoman.com or chasinghunger.com. The books are available there and you can touch base with me and I'm, I'm available on Skype as well. So all of these things are ways to get in touch with us and I really look forward to having you on the show again. It's going to be fun. I'm so Thank you so much for having me and I really look forward to being back in the springtime. Awesome. That's great. Um, For our show for next week, we're going to dig in a little bit. We're going to go a little deeper into eating disorders. We're going to go a little deeper into some of my experiences with clients. And I'm going to share with you some of the language patterns and the things that people get themselves into and how you can turn that around, how you can actually use your own mindset to shift your values and beliefs. We're going to be looking at this with a little greater depth next week. And it's going to be, again, another live call-in show. Um, I'm going to be using uh, different things from my programs and my book and we're going to go a little deeper into this subject because I want to dig into that place where um, I know we've kind of been on the top here talking about all the good things and all the great ways and but we need to get into some of those places where things are jamming up and people are kind of losing their hope and they're feeling maybe a little overwhelmed um, even if you're working with a, a, a medical model in some way or a different therapist or therapy program this is really going to be looking at how you talk to yourself and sometimes you don't always share that with the professionals that are helping you when that happens they are going to be in a hard place to help you Because the voice you really listen to is always your own. Join me next week. And in the weeks following, I have other guests that are coming on too. And I'm really looking forward to sharing all this material with you. Wishing you all the very best in this new year. And I'm sure Kara joins me in doing that. Wishing everyone the very best in the new year ahead. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us for Chasing Hunger. Be sure to tune in again next week for another edition featuring your host, Kathy Welter-Nichols. Next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Have a great week.